0: I just wanted to warn you, we are starting the Black Narcissus storyline, but we are missing the conclusion. We have Parts 1 through 5, Episode 7, but we are missing, I believe, the last three episodes. But what we do have is is good, and I'm pretty sure that Clark, Lois, and Jimmy all make it out okay. We apologize for the inconvenience. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound.
1: Look! Up in the sky! It's a
0: bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellas and girls, have you ever seen a squadron of American bombers roaring through the air in formation? Have you seen newsreel pictures of Uncle Sam's destroyers cutting through the seas on patrol in search of enemy subs and surface raiders? I'm sure you have, and I bet you were thrilled. You probably felt terribly proud, too. Well, if you've been buying war-saving stamps regularly, you have a right to be proud. Not only because those planes and those ships represent the fighting spirit of America, but because you helped to build them. Yes, sir. Every time you bought a war-saving stamp, your money helped by the labor and materials that are used to make planes and ships and equipment to knock out the Nazis and the Jets. So next time you hear some boy or girl on your block say, Oh, shucks, what difference does it make if I buy one stamp or not? What difference can one dime make You tell them that it does make a difference. It makes a big difference. Tell them, for instance, that five dimes will buy enough fuel oil to take an American destroyer one full mile closer to its objective, or that one dime will buy five caliber bullets. Tell them that if every boy and girl in the United States bought just one ten-cent war-saving stamp every day, it would add up to enough money to buy a lot of swift pursuit planes with which our Army and Navy forces could blast the axis out of the air. And while you're at it, you might remind them that this is one way that all you fellows and girls can help win this war. Now, after all, everybody can't join Uncle Sam's armed forces. But all of us can buy war-saving stamps. So talk it over with Mother and Dad tonight. Tell them that you want to help Uncle Sam win this war by buying war-saving stamps regularly, every day if possible and I'm sure that they'll be glad to cooperate. And now, the adventures of Superman. For some strange reason, a web of oriental mystery seems to be closing around Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen, visitors to the city of Mecca in distant Arabia. To begin with, a knife was hurled at Kent as he and Jimmy were walking through a narrow street. Then Jimmy disappeared, and to cap the climax, a poisoned black narcissus was delivered to Kent's hotel room. In the meantime, Jimmy had called on the phone, saying he was unable to tell Kent and Lois where he was, but warning them that they all must leave Mecca immediately. In the face of all this, Kent decided to seek the help of the ruling potentate of Mecca, Sheikh Hussein Mohammed, who had, the day before, requested Kent to journey into the Belgian Congo in search of his son, missing for 15 years. In the midst of Kent's and Lois' conversation with the Sheikh, the aged Arabian ruler suffered a heart attack. Dying... He told Kent that his brother, Ben Ali Mohammed, was the leader of the deadly cult of the black Narcissus, that it was he or his murderers who had made the attempts on Kent's life and probably abducted Jimmy Olsen in order to keep Kent from finding the sheik's missing son. As our story continues today, Lois has returned to the hotel, while Kent, in his true role of Superman, has gone in search of the sheik's brother. He has just leaped to the rear balcony of a house near the Temple of Allah. Listen. There's a light in the room off his balcony. Four men are seated around a table. Great Scott, one of them is that messenger, Kata, the Arab who first summoned me to the Sheik's palace. So he's in on this, too, eh? Well, there's only one thing to do break in, round them up, and locate Jimmy. The chances are they've got him in this house. Well, here goes. <laughs> Don't move, any of you, huh? I have seen such a one in the marketplace. He has the strength of ten men. You are quite right, Kader. You know my name. Yes, and I know a good deal more, too. Which one of you is Ben Ali Mohammed?
1: It is I who bear that name.
0: You are the brother of the sheik? I am. Uh... What have you done with the young American boy, Jimmy Olson?
1: Oh, I bet I know not. You're lying. Oh.
0: Where is the American boy? Answer me before I lose my temper. <laughs>
1: Those I knives us. won't do you any good, yeah. you
0: might just as well but, uh, put them away someone's going to get hurt and it won't be yours truly you had better surrender ben. You surrender to four arab cutthroats with uh, knives not on your life on. here we go uh,
1: there.
0: Uh, there. that takes care of two of you now then ben ali where is he where is Jimmy Olsen? Uh, said I must plead ignorant, all-powerful one, please be merciful. Don't be merciful. make me laugh. Neither of you knows uh, what the word mercy means. Uh, you particularly, uh, Ben Ali. Uh, I've heard all about you and the black Narcissus cult. I know you've been waiting around for your brother the Sheik to die so you can inherit his title and his riches.
1: Uh, he knows all.
0: He is not human. You've got something there, but enough of this talk. Now, lead me to where the American boy is hidden we at once. No, by the prophet, we do not know. I've heard enough of your lies. This is the truth. Peter speaks the truth. Of this crime, we are not guilty. You mean you haven't seen the boy? I uh, You didn't carry him away from in front of that house where the knife was thrown? No, no. This we did not do, do. offending Strangely enough, I'm inclined to believe you. Uh, but I'm going to search this house just to make sure. I don't either of you move from this room if you value your lives. We will do as you say, offending Where does that door lead? To the stairway going to the ground floor. All right. Remember, don't move. I, uh, no, no. Now is our chance, Benelli. Huh? We can escape him. Yeah, Matt Kader, where can we go? What matter where we go, to escape him is enough. Come, we will climb over the balcony. No, I do not think it is wise. If he is all-powerful, he will find us. And I shudder to think of what will happen. Look on the floor. Abu and Takan do not move a muscle. Now, it is best that we do not attempt to flee. He is not human, that one. And what do you expect will happen if we remain? He will have us behind bars. Did I not throw the knife at that reporter? Uh-huh. Did you not send him a poison narcissist? A poison narcissist? Ah, quiet. He returns. The good thing you two didn't try to get away. Uh-huh. Oh, such a thought was never in our minds. Uh-huh. All right, now, you two, listen to me. Uh-huh. I'll give you a chance to save your hides. Jimmy Olsen is somewhere. He vanished late this afternoon. Now, I want you to find him and return him to Clark Kent at the Oriental Hotel. There are many boys in Mecca, Effendi. How would we know this one? He's about five feet tall, has blonde hair, freckles, and bluish-gray eyes. His name is Olson, Jimmy Olson. And what if we find him, Effendi? You will do us no harm. I'm making no promises, but it'll pay you to find him. Otherwise, you may both find yourselves behind bars for a long time. We will do our best, Defendi, this we promise. Aye, aye,
1: aye. All right, don't
0: waste any time. I'm going now, but I'll be watching you. And remember, I never sleep. Up, up,
1: and away! Frankly, Clark, I don't quite understand why you let them out of your sight. Certainly if they belong to the color of the black narcissists, they're unscrupulous murderers. Right now, they're scared to death. Oh, you mean you frightened them?
0: Yes, of course. Well, well, that is, I mean... Uh, Don't bother
1: explaining. I'm sure they got down on their knees and begged for mercy the moment that you stepped into the room. Well, as a
0: matter of fact, Oh, what's the use? You never think I can do anything, but... One of these days, I'm going to become... Become what? Oh, never mind. All right, let's forget it.
1: In the meantime, it's dark and Jimmy isn't back. I'm going to call the
0: police. No, don't do that, Lois. It'll just complicate matters.
1: I'm sorry. I've waited too long as it is. Wait a minute,
0: Lois. Wait a minute. Someone's at the door. How do you know? Never mind how I know.
1: Shh. Clark, look. A note being pushed under the door. Don't move.
0: I'll get whoever it is.
1: Clark, he's running down the hall. I'll get him. Ow!
0: Clark, who is it? You'd be surprised. Ow! You hit me like a ton of bricks. Yes, I'll hit you with more than a ton of bricks before I'm through. All right, come on, young man. Into the room.
1: Who is it, Clark? Good heavens,
0: it's Jimmy. Yes, Jimmy. Close the door.
1: Jimmy, what happened to you? Oh,
0: my head. Yes, my head. You stop moaning or I'll give you something to moan about. Don't talk to him like that.
1: Heaven alone knows what he's been through.
0: Surprised at you, Lois. Don't you realize he's responsible for all this? That nobody kidnapped him? He, he made those mysterious telephone calls and tried to slip that note under the door just to make us believe he was in great danger. Why? Yes, why? That's what I want to know. All right. Start talking, young man. Well, I didn't mean to do anything wrong. Don't bother about excuses. Why did you do it?
1: To get to go to Africa with you. What's that? Well, Mr. Kent said he didn't think he was going to take me to Africa. Well, I wanted to go so I figured the best way was to make it look like we all had to get out of Mecca in a hurry. Ah. Now, did you ever hear of anything like that in all your life? Jimmy, you don't mean it. I guess it was silly, but
0: I wanted to go to Africa. You wanted to go to Africa, and so you worried Lois and myself for three hours because of that. Aren't you ashamed? I guess I am, a little. Only a little, eh?
1: Well, maybe a lot. I'm really surprised at you, Jimmy. I thought you had more sense than that. Were you the one who left the black narcissus at the door?
0: Black narcissus? I don't know what you mean. No, I'm afraid that was legitimate, Lois. It just so happened that Jimmy's stupid hoax dovetailed with the other thing.
1: Mr. Kent, did you find the fellow who threw the knife at you? Yes,
0: I did. Well, that is uh, not exactly... Then yes. we are in
1: danger. I was right. We'd better get out
0: of Mecca in a hurry. Yes, and go to Africa, I suppose. Sure. Now, right now, you're going to bed. You sleep here in my room tonight. Lois and I are going out to send a cable to Mr. White. Have you had anything to eat? Oh, I bought some
1: dates and some
0: funny kind of cakes with seeds. Now I guess you won't die of hunger. I get right to bed. You're so tired you can't keep your eyes open. Come on, Lois.
1: Oh, what about Africa, Mr. Kent? We'll
0: talk about Africa tomorrow.
1: Good night. Good night, Jimmy. Good night.
0: Leaving the hotel, Kent and Lois walk toward the center of the city where the cable office is located, unaware that their departure has been observed by the two members of the Black Narcissus cult, Ben Ali and Kada. Informed by Superman that Kent is living at the Oriental Hotel, the two Arabians decide to eliminate him in order to prevent his going into the Belgian Congo to find the sheik's missing son. Swiftly crossing the street, they enter the hotel lobby and converse in hushed tones with the Arabian clerk at the desk. Then, like shadows, they depart. Hours later, when the city of Mecca is shrouded in silence, Ben Ali and Kader again enter the hotel, mount the carpeted steps to the second floor, and pause in the corridor. You are sure, Ben I. there will be no mistake. No mistake, I promise you. Did not ask him who is on duty at the desk tell us the room number of this reporter, Kent? Did we not see him return to the hotel long since? Aye, uh, that we did. Then it is all simple. The room number is 19, there across the corridor. I have here a pass key. I will open the door quietly. You will enter, and in a moment there will be an end to it. You are ready? I, uh... Then come. You are sure the key will fit? We will see. Yes. The door is now unlocked. I will open it. There in that bed is the reporter. I see. Go, Kader. And be swift. Slipping into the room, Kader approaches the bed. Unaware that the figure huddled under the covers is not Clark Kent, but Jimmy Olsen, who is occupying Kent's room. Will he discover his mistake in time, or is Jimmy, blissfully asleep, doomed to suffer the fate planned for Kent? Don't miss tomorrow's thrill-packed episode, same time, same station. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. By all means, don't forget to tune in to Superman tomorrow for another thrilling and exciting episode. And don't forget to talk to Mother and Dad before you go to bed tonight about making arrangements to buy war-saving stamps regularly. Start the day off right tomorrow. Buy at least one ten-cent war-saving stamp first thing after breakfast. And remember what I told you at the beginning of this program. Every single dime is important because all our dimes put together can go a long way to help pay for the guns and tanks and the planes and ships we need to knock out the Nazis and the Japs. And say, here's an idea. Why don't you get together with your friends tomorrow and make a joint pledge to buy war-saving stamps every time you've got a dime? See which of you can buy the most war-saving stamps every week and every month. Do your share to win this war. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Follow the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual.